Welcome to Pokebits, the podcast with bit-sized Pokemon information. The purpose of this podcast is to basically introduce you to a lot of uh, competitive play aspects of Pokemon uh, and to keep myself on track track on track <laughs> with uh, learning Pokemon competitive play, uh, learning the meta, which I'll get into later, and uh, getting myself on the road to being able to participate in tournaments as basically a professional Pokemon player. Uh, now there are a few ca caveats with that. Uh, Pokemon is an eSport, but it's an eSport without really having professional players. It's pretty easy for an unknown person to pick up a Pokemon game and within a year go from being a zero to basically being a hero. Um, and through this podcast, I'd like to do that for myself. I've been playing Pokemon for about, uh, well, 20 years, ever since Pokemon uh, Red, Blue, Yellow, and Green came out. I guess Red, Red Blue, Green were the first ones. And within that time, I played a lot for enjoyment, without kind of the knowledge of how things work behind the scenes. And just recently, in the past year or so, I've kind of got this idea that, you know, I'd like to do more with that. I'd like to participate in Battle Spot, in Pokemon competitions, in... Uh, online tournaments and maybe one day even attend a regionals or a national championship. Um, I thought that that would be amazing. Pokemon has kind of evolved from being this single player game to being a game that a lot of people play all over the world together. Um, entering a competition is easier than ever. You know, you connect your 3DS to Wi-Fi. You, uh, if there's a competition uh, sign up open, you basically just say, hey, look, you know, lock in my battle box and I'm ready to go. And then on the day of, you just, you know, you look for a battle and that's it. Uh, so, you know, I, I'd like to approach these these episodes um, with kind of this this uh, uh, mindset that you don't know anything. And that works because I don't really know much of anything about uh, po competitive Pokemon or Pokemon breeding myself beside the, besides the, the basics. And with that, every week, I'm going to go ahead and update you with my progress uh, on what I've been doing as far as Pokemon and Pokemon uh, competitive battle play. And I'd love to hear updates from you, and I'd like to include those at the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to keep these episodes very short and to the point, so I'm going to be covering one small topic at a time. Um, I hope you don't become impatient with me, but that's kind of what it is. If you want to know more, I... I encourage you to join one of the Pokemon communities, listen to some of the other Pokemon podcasts, or just read online. Um, and I'll get, it, get to the resources in one of the episodes as well. Updates. So every week, I'd like to go ahead and mention some of the updates and what I've been doing um, with Pokemon every week, or every two weeks, I guess. So I wanted to mention that I started collecting dittos from uh, the Friend Safari. Uh, now, if you have never used Friend of Safari before, it's a basically like Safari Zone, but it's in uh, Pokemon X and Y. And depending on who you have friends, uh, what your well, if your uh, if your friends play Pokemon X and Y, you'll see different Pokemon. Um, it's kind of interesting, but you basically um, find your friend in the list um, in Friend of Safari, and you uh, you'll see what kind of Pokemon types show up for this friend and you select that person and then you go into their safari so to speak which is a little square of grass the advantage of using friend safari is that each friend safari uh pokemon has at least two perfect ivs that's a huge step forward when it comes to breeding pokemon because you always have two guaranteed ivs at least two guaranteed ivs 
Now, if you catch Dittos, that means that you have a Ditto with two perfect IVs that you can use um, for breeding. And if you catch another Pokemon um, from the Friend Safari and you breed, uh, that Pokemon will have two perfect IVs as well, which means that you basically are starting out with, a, with two Pokemon with two perfect IVs. That's a great way to start breeding. And I found a I, I found a bunch of dittos and I went ahead and kind of looked through what their stats are, wrote those down, and I found out that I have an a ditto with three IVs, which is a little bit more rare than, or rarer I guess uh, than a ditto with two IVs. So I'm off to a wonderful start with breeding, and uh, that ditto is now hanging out with my uh, Fletchender in at, at daycare, and I'm waiting for the eggs to come out. So um, I'll give an update on that. But on to the main topic. In today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and cover the basic, uh, the, one of the basics of Pokemon, and that's base stats. So every Pokemon that you uh, breed, raise, level up, catch, or whatever has its own stats. It's HP, it's uh, special attack, attack, uh, defense, special defense. I hope I'm listing all of them, and I do believe I am. And uh, so what's a base stat? A base stat is basically the average value for that Pokemon. So if you want to know if a Pokemon is on average really good on attack, you can go ahead and look that number up. So right now I'm going to go ahead and um, I use Bulbapedia and a few other resources. and I'm going to go ahead and link to that. I'm going to go ahead and look up a couple of Pokemon. One of them is Snorlax. So Snorlax being kind of beefy, this big guy, if you've ever caught him and played with him, you might have noticed that his HP is ridiculously high, especially compared to other Pokemon that you might have caught at that time. Um, if you've played, well, I guess from Pokemon Red and onward, uh, if you've pl played um, one of the newer Pokemon, you might have noticed that, you know, at level 40, that Snorlax might have an HP that's higher than your level 50 or level 60 Pokemon. So let's go ahead and look at its stats. Um, and all of this is available in Bulbapedia and various other wikis. Uh, there we go, base stats. So its base stat for HP is 160. 160 is a very large number. Compare that to its speed. So Snorlax is, is very slow, its speed is 30. Um, so you know that its HP is very high. Its attack is 110, which is very high as well. Defense and special attack is 65. And special defense is a 110. Uh, I'm going to get into what the averages are and, you know, between what numbers this kind of is. Um, but keep that in mind. The total for that Pokemon is 540. That means if you add up all of these different um, metrics together, the total is 540. Earlier, I said that the, the stats are HP, attack, defense, special attack, and special defense. But now that I'm looking at it, there's also a speed um, rating. Let's compare, compare it to another Pokemon. So these values can be anywhere from 1 to, I think it's 255, and if you are a, uh, a programming geek, you're going to kind of notice these numbers align with uh, the power of 2. So 256 would have been like the total. So it's 1 to 255. Uh, so let's look at the stats for Pikachu. Pikachu is a Pokemon that I think to myself is a fast Pokemon with low HP. And looking at its base stats, uh, I'm exactly right. So its HP stat is 35 and its speed is 90. So its speed is about three times as lar large as its HP. If you brought this Pokemon into play, it definitely would not be a Pokemon that you would rely on uh, being able to take uh, heavy power attacks. You would rely on this Pokemon to be very fast. 
um, you'll notice that its stats are kind of low, especially compared to Snorlax. Why is that? So one thing that I always thought when I was younger was that um, if you caught a Pokemon, it doesn't matter if you evolve it or not. It's going to be the same thing, except if you evolve it, you have a different graphic, and possibly you get different attacks. That's completely untrue. Each Pokemon has different stats. If you level up a Pokemon, um, it will most likely increase its stats, except for a few uh, few uh, exceptions. So let's look at Raichu instead. So keep those numbers in mind. 35 for HP and 90 for speed. Looking at Raichu, uh, Pikachu's evolution, um, uh, evolution, you'll notice that its HP is 60. So just by evolving your Pokemon, you're more than likely to have almost a double HP um, as you raise it. Um, its speed is 100, so it's still faster than its original. Um, another thing to kind of consider with these stats is the fact that the stats change from generation to generation. A lot of breaking changes have been made in Generation 6. So for example, for uh, Raichu, its speed was 100 from Generation 1 to 5, and its speed was 110 in Generation 6. So one of its stats actually increased um, with the generation bump. So we've kind of covered these easy Pokemon. And just so you know, the Raichu t total is 475. So just by default, Raichu has lesser stats than Snorlax. Let's look at a legendary Pokemon. Now, recently legendary Pokemon have been allowed to be used in competitive play. Um, well, not just any legendary, but the legendaries that you find, you know, one one kind of, the ones that are on box art, like Lugia and Ho-Oh, uh, Groudon and Kyogre. Looking at, um, let's look up Kyogre. Um, and I'm doing this on the show live, so just so you know, guys know, I'm actually learning this as we go. Uh, so Kyogre's base stat for HP is 100 and speed is 90. Um, but its special attack and special defense are 150 and 140 respectively. This is much higher than most Pokemon that you're going to find. And its total stats is 670 points. 670 points is really high. Um, if you get Primal Kyogre, and this is something interesting, the Primal uh, Reversions, I think that's what they're called, um, have higher stats than its original, just like Mega Pokemon have higher stats than the original Pokemon. So that, that's something to keep in mind. And it's interesting to look at how much it increases. So Primal Kyogre's, uh, is, its uh, total stat points are 770. So on average, it's much, much more powerful than its base version. Um, and just looking at the totals is kind of a good way of looking at it. You know, is this going to be a, a competitively viable Pokemon? Um, if you look at, you know, a, a baby Pokemon like Pichu, and I don't even know if these are allowed in VGC, uh, the video game competition, uh, you'll notice that, like, its total is 205. Just by knowing these numbers, you can go ahead and easily tell that this is not a Pokemon you want to use and play. Um, it might have a pretty good speed of 60 for being a baby Pokemon, but its total is so low that basically the chances of another Pokemon having lower stats than Pichu are minimal. Um, looking at Primal Kyogre, its points are 770. That's, you know, three, almost four times as much. I hope all of this makes sense. Uh, the other interesting thing about base stats is also that it's called special strengths. And base stats, um, we have this average base stat for a species. So you have, you know, your... Um, Kyogre, which has a total of 660 points, or what did I say, 670 points. 
uh, and primal rever reversion is 770 points. But that doesn't mean that every single Kyogre is going to have those kind of stats. Uh, what that means is that that's kind of the average uh, strength of a given species. Now, what you can do is use several different values that are variable per Pokemon to increase one of these stats higher, one of these, and decrease some of these stats. Um, the reason why you have to decrease one and increase the other is that you have a limited number of points that you have to disseminate between all of these different stats. So the base stat, um, the base stat for a Kyogre that was specifically bred, oh, you can't breed Kyogre. Okay. Let's see. Um, one Pokemon that I often see on VGC or that I often see mentioned in VGC is Kangaskhan. Uh, let's see if I can look look up Kangaskhan's uh, base stats. Stats. Two, uh, all right. So Kangaskhan has a total of 490 points. It has an HP of 105, an attack of 95, defense of 80. But we can go through that later. Mega Kangaskhan has 100 points extra at 590. Um, and several different stats are increased. Some of them stay the same, interestingly enough. What's interesting about Mega uh, Kangaskhan is that, um, you know, it has a high attack, 125 points. And what you can do is breed your Kangaskhan specifically so that it has a much higher 125 point, uh, sorry, a much higher attack than uh, other Kangaskhan. So you can breed it to be breeded and level it up to be up to 194 points. That's with um, uh, breeding it correctly to have the highest stats and training it correctly to have the highest stats. And we're going to get into that in later episodes. Uh, but by having that attack so high, you might have to uh, sacrifice something. So, you know, if your Mega Kangaskhan doesn't use any special attacks, or does not depend on special attacks, that's a that's a stat that you might want to, you know, uh, give up on and lower to the lowest you can get it. So even if you breed it with the highest stats, and you can breed um, all of your stats to be the highest possible, um, and I'll talk about that later again, it's kind of confusing. They're called inherent values or inherited values, IVs, and it can be somewhere between 0 to 31, and you can have basically 31B across the board. Uh, across the board. So you might want to sacrifice your special attack to have a much higher attack. Um, and that gives your Pokemon stats that are more competitively viable, more useful. Uh, it doesn't really help having kind of spread out stats because there are things you might not use. You might want to, you know, in, in the case of Snorlax, Snorlax is never going to be very speedy, or never going to be really fast. And in Pokemon, you're either first or second. It's not like somebody can lap you and, you know, do two attacks because, just because you're too slow. So what you can go ahead and do is uh, make sure that your speed is the lowest so you can use whatever points and effort in one of the other stats like HP, making it even bulkier, even tankier, and even more difficult to take down. There's not much else to learn about this other than some of the more advanced topics like um, effort values and inherent values. So what I encourage you to do is kind of look through Bulbapedia and look at your team that you currently have and, you know, check out what are its inherent strengths is, you know, if you have a Snorlax, again, you know its HP is high. If you have a Raichu, you know its speed is very high. If you have a Legendary, where does it really shine? Um, check that out. See if you're using that Pokemon correctly. If it has, if it's inherently better at, you know, its uh, normal attack, like an attack, 
do you have any attacks in your uh, for your Pokemon that can take advantage of this? Um, and of course, there are so many other points that can really change your Pokemon's individual stats. But I think this is a really cool exercise. Um, and yeah, um, I just encourage you to look through it. If you have any questions, go ahead and email me. Um, I will put the email in the show notes, I guess. For the time being, you can email me at uh, Antonin, A-N-T-O-N-I-N, at A-N-T-J-A-N-U-S dot com. That's kind of my semi-professional email for myself. I'll be making a special email for uh, this podcast, but for the time being, you're welcome to email me on there. And uh, thank you for listening.